On this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about how Pizza Bruno is opening up a new location in downtown Orlando. Don Price is retiring from a cemetery and wants you to drink dead people. And we'll give you the scoop on what's happening at Colonial Lanes. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalower.com, your source for hyper-local news. And we are here hanging out this morning. We're doing a breakfast time show <laughs> at a Junior's Diner. Uh, you know what, John? I, I really like getting my day started by sharing some news with a buddy yeah. o- over some eggs and grits. And I'll... I'll I'll be that replacement buddy today, right? <laughs> You're good enough. <laughs> but yeah, we're here at Junior's Deli in Autobahn Park, right on Corinne, sort of right next to Park Avenue CDs. Funny enough, I've actually never been here, Brendan. That's crazy because Junior's is a staple, John. And I uh, love breakfast. <laughs> I feel like you just kind of collect diners, though. Like, well, I, li- I make my own most of the time, mm-hmm. but I live next to Daybreak Diner on Orange Blossom Trail, Another which is classic. an awesome diner. I want to see what you think. We could we could talk about it in the second segment after. Pretty hard to mess up breakfast. I'll say that. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. <laughs> so yeah, here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and the surrounding neighborhoods like College Park and Audubon Park, where we are today. Delaney Park and Soto and Winter Park. So many parks. All the parks. Uh, Como. Sure. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> all the places around downtown and all yeah. the things that we talk about are on bungalower.com. And if you've missed any of our episodes, you can go to iTunes and get them there. You can go to SoundCloud and get them there. You can go to Google Play and get them there. And then we also share it on bungalower.com and our Facebook. True. So check it out. And then one day I'm going to get John to put it in a video so you can put it on Instagram. Oh, that'd be cool. Holla. One day. So, so Brendan, really, what is news. happening? Well, do you have any news that you want to share this week? I got a book out. You I'm do. always sharing that. I love so it. if you want to get my book, 100 Things to Do in Orlando Before You Die, you can get that at my website, johnbustdecker.com. I'm glad you started with that in case somebody dies during this program. So well, you have, you know, they can will it to their hour. descendants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can go there. If you go to my website and get it, I will sign it and send it to you. That's all the news I got, Brendan. Uh, all right. Well, I got a bunch. So all right. Good. That's why you're here. This week, a slice or no, a what was it? Genome. Genome opened at the Orange County History, Orange County Regional History Center, and it's a display of my tight jeans. <laughs> uh, go not check just it. you. Not just me. Also, Senator Geraldine and Thompson. It's your, your DNA. So t- explain what you did here. I spat in a tube with the mayor. They, they <laughs> looked at our DNA, and they found out where our ancestors are from, uh-huh. and then to complement that, uh, the crack, crack pot, crack pot. What am I saying? Cracker Jack team over at the History Center. <laughs> sure, my coffee hasn't kicked in. Uh, looked at our genial, our our whole family history. They made a whole family tree for all of us, and which includes myself, the mayor, uh, Tony Presley from Orlando Pride, George S- Estevez, George Estevez, Senator Geraldine Thompson. And that's it. So five, okay. yeah, five of us. Five of us. Uh, and it's a really cool exhibit, John. I'm I'm so impressed with what the people over there found, what their uh, historical researchers found. Was the idea behind this to show that people from all over the world come to Orlando with different backgrounds? Yeah, it's like it's like a who do you think you are, but who does Orlando think it is? Would, were you who you thought you were, Brendan? 
I, I've got some Scandinavian in me, which I never knew, but apparently my mom knew and she just never told me. Ah, uh, It's interesting what your parents know and then just don't relay. And my parents tell me everything. So really? Or I thought they did. So I've got, and there's French. There was like a French uh, carpet weaver in my background. Oh, so they did like the whole like background, Bat- not like, just like you're from no, here, no. you're from there. They're like, you. they also found my aunt, like who these wow, people were. That's some work. Photographs, John. There's a photograph of uh, an ancestor on my father's side, Irish, and she's dead. Well, they were doing. Well, how old was she? A hundred years old? <laughs> I think she was like 80. But uh. she, I guess it was right at the advent of photographer of uh-huh. photography. She's propped up and after death, and they took a beautiful photograph of her. And then there's also the artist's rendition of the photograph. They used to paint the photograph, oh, too. Oh, so wait. They took a photo of her dead? Dead. That happens a lot. That's actually... Where was she from? Ireland. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think people did that. People still do that now. And people are creeped out by it. But they used to do that because I think it was like the last time you got to really see them. And, and it was so her first photograph. It was a fr- the <laughs> only time. First and last. First and last. Oh, man. She didn't... It was that new that they were like... Let's take your photograph down. Plus, dead people hold still. And old-timey <laughs> photographs, you had to wait there for like a minute WFDV, for the exposure. WFDV was their recording, and, I, and my reaction was, oh, wow, she's so regal. And they're like, that's because she's rigor mortis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty funny. Right. Uh, so go check that out. You can go see all our jeans on display. Really interesting. Through when? Uh, I think through January. Cool. And like the mayor had it, he found out he had an ancestor whose teeth were knocked out by a tomahawk. Really? Yeah, two ancestors that were killed by natives. Wow. Uh, his uh, George Estevez, who is Cuban, we really thought that they wouldn't be able to find anything past his immediate uh, immigrants, uh-huh. right? Who came to the states, but they got like somebody in Cuba to find out. Somebody who works for who do you think you are? And they've traced his ancestry back to, like, the 1500s in Spain. that's crazy. Uh, Tony Presley, who is mixed race, her father, uh, I believe it was her father was black, hit the wall. There's a wall, uh, I think, in the 1860s. Uh, Yeah, I I can imagine. You just can't get past. Yeah. uh, Because people weren't recorded as people. Yeah. And they were recorded as property. So you cannot find past that. But her mother ancestors came through on the Mayflower. Wow. So just really neat. Uh, and I'll stop talking about right. it. Go, go see yourself. So news. 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 Uh, well, I got, well, later on in the program, we're going to talk with John Price because he is the sexton of Greenwood Cemetery. Uh, announced that he's retiring. Yes. But to honor that, they're releasing a limited edition beer made with uh, made, made with wood that they found from a thunderstruck tree in the cemetery it's like an acdc song thunderstruck thunderstruck yeah it's so cool i can't wait to uh taste it you can hear more about that later in the second second segment that's great uh an epcot chef john chef shuuchi yeah you're you're not gonna murder this (laughs) shuuchi tanada (laughs) is opening is opening a ramen restaurant this is pretty cool though in crescent central that's that new wish building by the courthouse Oh, okay. It wasn't there. There was another restaurant there, like a Philly. Was it the yeah, Philly it cheesesteak like Philly, place? Yeah, I think it was called the Philly Connection. connection. Yeah, it didn't do so hot. Like the Rainbow Connection. Yeah, it's gone. Which is too bad, because I remember when they were opening that. I mean, it's like a different kind of thing downtown. 
Because like there's there's certain types of food downtown. Lots of pizza, lots apparently, of tacos. Apparently too different, John. Yeah, it did not do well. Or apparently not well enough. I will say that green beet salad place. They are not paying me right now. That place is awesome. <laughs> if you like salad, all it's right. good. <laughs> I'm just saying they well, got good salad there. As Homer says, you don't make friends with salad. <laughs> so this chef Shuuchi. Is, used to run Mitsukoshi in the J- Japanese pavilion. You're just making words up now. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> and he used to run the Japanese pavilion restaurant in Epcot. And so he's no longer there opening his own ramen restaurant in Crescent Central. That's a huge deal. Yeah. No, that's great. Right? That's great. The We're more getting ramen, these, the better. Yes. That in itself is great news. But the, the fact that a world-class... Uh, chef from the tourist corridor is deciding to come downtown and open a small footprint restaurant which is great massive because they it must look worthwhile right i hope so you did you talk about it last week i missed last last week's episode okay. i, I want to thank scotty for filling in for me i was out of town i was in georgia he's so perched I thank he's, him. he's waiting to slash your tires or your brake so he can so just he can do it all the time <laughs> whatever when i almost couldn't do it today he was like i'll fill in for you that's <laughs> did, what i said did no you, did you guys talk about El Buda closing? We did talk about El Buda okay, closing. Okay, all right. And we know that uh, Chef Roberto Trevino, who is from Puerto Rico. Awesome food there. Yes. They did have good food. He's it's a celebrity just, chef. He, was, he on, is. was he on Iron Chef? Was one that, of them. Uh, yeah, he was on one of them. I think a couple of them. And so he's, he's opened a few restaurants in Puerto Rico. I think this was his first restaurant that he opened in downtown Orlando or in just the mainland just states. Couldn't make it. Didn't I think it was just a location? It's parking. Tough. Parking's crummy there. Parking is it's a crummy. little hidden. If you don't even know it's there, you don't know it's there. Tucked away, and apparently, and he didn't tell me this, but this is what I'm hearing: the new owners of the Church Street Station, that whole property, are just not interested in having that restaurant there. Really? Yeah. So they made it a little difficult. All right. Well, I hope he opens somewhere different or something different somewhere. Because it was great food there. He will, and I know he will, and he's looking for a reason to stay in Orlando. He loves it here. Nicest Good. guy. Yeah, I super love him. nice. We'll All right, so ra- new ramen spot. New ramen downtown. spot. Um, That's good. Orlando. I saw the ballet was opening. They they broke ground this week on their new yeah. their new ballet Wednesday, headquarters. Thursday morning. Yes. Thursday morning they did. Uh, I was supposed to go. <laughs> Which like, means you didn't. And I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I've already covered it, so there's true, no reason for true. me to go. It's a big project. Uh, I don't several million dollars. I don't know the number off the top of my head. I believe it's, like, 60? I don't think it's that high. No, it's We messed high. up this last time. Let's not, let's not throw huge numbers they out got there. It's not that much. The it's a big building. They got $4 million from the – or they're getting $4 million from the county. For a still f- needs approval. Right. Harry Auditorium. Lake. Maybe it's like a, a $5 million project. And I then think they it's got $4 million? I think it's like 11 or 12 Okay. I can't remember. So uh, Harriet Lake, who recently passed away, she, she gave five. like seven and a half. Okay. According to the paper this morning. I'm an artist. I'm not good with yeah, numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she gave seven and a half. County's going to throw in around four. Okay. Still has to be approved. She had originally but given five, so I wonder if, like, posthumously she gave another 2.5. Anyway, it's opening up on Lake Formosa, downtown-ish, getting clo- close to downtown, but not really. It's, it's I don't know. Neat design. There's going to be a public auditorium that anybody can use. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And so, uh, yeah, I saw that there was a good photo. There was a photo on the front page today where some of the, you know, they do these uh when they dig the dirt and then they all have these golden shovels <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. They do them everywhere. But they had like four or five ballerinas, which was kind of neat. 
I thought that was kind of cool. With their little ballerina shoes yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, everything. Funny. Tutus, the whole nine I just yards. saw their Carmina Barana show. Okay. And it was fantastic. Really? They had, I think it was the Bach Choir. I haven't been to one in a while, but they're great. Ballet's great. Live orchestra, live choir, and then, and it's like the weird epic music that you hear like when Jedis fight. <laughs> like it was just epic. And I wanted it to be a little bit louder, like a wall of sound coming from yes. them. Yes. But it was really cool to see how they're great. Ballet is great. I hope uh, I don't know when it's supposed to open. Probably in the next year or two. They're going to have to start anew. So it's like they're really gutting it. Yeah. I, I, I think it's Are they like gutting two it or years. Did they just level it. No, they're gutting it. It's a historic structure, so they can't tear it all the way down. Really? And part of that, yeah. And part of their original pitch with the city was that it's just a restoration. Uh, and in order to call it a restoration, you have to keep, I think you have to keep all four one, walls. I thought you had to keep one wall. That was the thing in College Park. Like, you only have to keep one wall. Well, I, I was just, I was talking to the Foxtail guys, which brings up another story. Yeah. Uh, which I think we should talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. But they, I'm not going to write about it. That's not what we write about, but it's definitely talkable. Yes. And so I was talking to the Fox Hill guys, and they were talking about uh, their Soto location in the old Mama Bee's yes. space. Yes, right across the street from the hospital. So it was supposed to be like a restoration, and they demoed just the interior and kept the walls, which is expensive. And then they were told by the city, oops. Basically, oops, sorry, guys. We need you to actually demo the whole building. Really? And rebuild closer to the street. Oh, wow. Because they're trying to make it like a traditional city kind of pattern. Yeah. So as a city planner, I get that because they're trying to, you, you want to close in the street, put the parking behind it. It feels more like a real town, right? Versus sprawl. Sprawl sprawl patterns, you build away from the street. Yes. All you see are cars. Uh, but... I cannot imagine the frustration. Oh, I oh man! If they said one thing and then changed their mind midway, I would be upset. Which apparently about that. happens fairly frequently. That sounds like a lawsuit to me. Uh huh. I don't think they would ever do it because then you would never be able to get a permit through ever. Again. No. And they're busy guys. Uh, which brings up. Do you want to talk about? I, you I'll tell you what I know. And, and so I'll tell I you was, what I, I was kind of going through my my Facebook and my Twitters the other day and. I I noticed that there was sort of some controversy going on with Foxtail, and so I guess this goes back a week or so. There was a a woman, and I don't I don't remember anybody's name off the top of my head, but there was a woman who had said on her Instagram, I think, that she was sexually harassed by one of the the COO, and she had said, and I don't remember the details exactly, but basically she went to her managers and bosses and said this is happening, and they sort of said. You have to apologize, or something like that, wasn't it? She she reportedly went in that in that instance. You report it to the COO. They don't have an HR department. Oh, okay. They're like 150, 200 employees, I think. The COO. Oh, that's the person who ended up it's a resigning, it's right? The chief or getting fired, or whatever you C, want to call the it. The COO is the chief operating officer, and in, in an absence of an HR department. That's who you're supposed to go to with those sorts of, of complaints, right? Uh-huh. And so she, I guess, reported to him, like, not okay. Yeah. And he let her go. Yeah. And he I'm was hearing. the one doing it, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. And not, he was Allegedly. Just, I mean, allegedly. I, I don't want to say, I, don't, I wasn't there. I don't know. And the woman has a history of, like, 15 years with the company. She, with them, working oh, with working them. Working with them. Uh, so they, they know each other. And... Th- 
so from what I'm hearing with the foxtail guys, they just didn't get along. And uh, and he was saying some pretty crude things to her. So uh, th- this all was on online, online. And people started saying, well, we're not going to go to foxtail anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a boycott. You know, how dare you? All this stuff. So at the time that I, by the time I talked to these guys, the owners, Ian and Alex, um, they had already come to an agreement with her, like smoothed things over and fired the COO, mm-hmm. or at least made him resign. Yes. And, but they, and they were like, yeah, but at this point it's already going viral and, and nobody, nobody knows this. We need to come up with a statement and uh, the statement they showed me the statement before it was released. Yeah. And it was way more holistic, way more in-depth uh, than the than the first one that they just released yesterday on okay. their Facebook posts, which actually just kind of made things more intense. Really? Yeah. It's a shame because I actually think they did the right thing in getting rid of the COO. There's allegations that the COO will still profit from the business. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, again, this... It's not our wheelhouse. It's not something that I generally would ever write about. We don't write about crime. We don't write about uh, law, legal issues. We try to keep things positive. So, But this is a huge thing. Everybody's writing to me to look into it. I'm not going to look into it anymore. Uh-huh. I know the Weekly looked into it, and they, they wrote about it. Mm-hmm. So And so did the Orlando Sentinel. Yeah. And, and this person is gone. Right. Um, There's some allegations, too, of some LGBT thing, uh, which I don't know anything about. How about the woman? Is she still working there? Doesn't work there anymore. Okay. All right. Uh, but apparently she's oh, she's cool as you can be with the owners now. Ah. Like she's not going to pursue a lawsuit. Uh, she She's okay with the way that things have been resolved. Okay. Is what I've been told. Well. It's just a bummer. It's a bummer when you see, because they were really building some momentum. Yeah. You know? And, uh and Orlando has an interesting, like, when, when an Orlando-grown business does too well, Orlando residents get a little weird, like with, like, Andrew Spear, right? He had murals everywhere. And the, and every, with, there, there's, like, a carrying capacity where Orlando residents start to get tired of seeing that name too much. Of the same Of the same thing, thing the- same person, uh and I see it being carried over to Foxtail. Foxtail is opening up a that. lot of businesses. I mean, wasn't Barney's a local, is a local yes. coffee shop? And they had several locations, and now they're just down to a few, I think. I think just the Winter Park location, right? They, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, coffee's hard. That's a tough, oh, it is. That's a tough it situation. Is. But, but I do think there's a market there. If you if you do it right, you do it well. They're I doing think, beer and wine, too. Which is great. And food. <laughs> Uh, each location in the na- in each different neighborhood is a little bit different. There's enough demand for Four Rivers, although you know you hear the things about Four Rivers yeah. where they say, "Well, their barbecue's not that good." Well, it is, but maybe you just want the the small hole in the sh- hole in the wall place. But there, I like their barbecue. I think it's great, and they're still busy all their locations. It's interesting. I don't know. I don't but know, I know what you're I saying. There's like a little backlash when yeah. somebody gets too big, and they don't know where the money's coming from. He, they're Ian and Alex both have a history in like uh, in a record I thought they label did or in the music I industry. They did their playlist live. I thought those were the guys. I think it's AKT is the name of their. I don't know. ATK. It's the name of. It's like I, a music. I, somebody had told me they were the guys behind Playlist Live, which is a YouTube convention that is here in Orlando. Yeah, that's that part does of it. amazing. Yeah, no, they do great. And so this coffee thing is just an extension of that. Uh, I don't know. I think I don't think I think they've reached carrying capacity here in Orlando for Fox Hill locations, and I know they're going to. I don't doing know. 
elsewhere. I think they do okay in Orlando, but there's a lot of other spots in Central Florida that they could probably go to. Sanford, Winter Garden. I think you know. franchising is definitely in their future. Yes. Yes. In other in other cities, as long as they can nip this uh, legal you gotta mess t- I mean, you've got to take that stuff seriously. I mean, you, you've no, always had to, but you really have to. 2018, you have yeah. got to have processes and procedures oh, yeah. put in place to protect your You can't employees. just expect, oh, everybody's going to get along and everybody's a good guy. No. And, and it just doesn't work like that no. at all. No. I mean, and, I've worked in restaurants that... People were terrible to, to women oh, and food food service industry. People yes. are terrible to everyone. Yes, um, but you can't do that anymore. And when you're 16, 17, yeah, not that Foxtel employs 16, 17 year olds, but when I, I mean when I was 16, 17, I don't want to say I didn't know better, but you 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 don't like you're not somebody that you can tell a 50 year old man like you shouldn't be doing that. Like especially when you work at a you know McDonald's. Not once again, I'm not <laughs> saying McDonald's is doing this, but what I'm saying is. You know, you're just you're like a kid. Like you're not going to tell an adult what they should or shouldn't do. No, and it's mind. It's not mindless work. But like, as an adult, I look back on that. I'm like, that was like there were things that were wrong. Yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. The things we did to each other when I worked at Epcot. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, would not fly now. Uh, I hope it works out. I hope everybody is protected. I hope they uh, move forward, putting things in the, into place that protect everybody. Yes, and I and I, from what I heard from them, that is exactly what they're doing. Good. So we'll wait and see, man. But again, I'm not going to write about it. What else we got? We got one more. We got time for one more thing till our break. Uh, history Center again is is doing a slice of history. This is their history in a glass event. It's yeah. on October 25th. 6 to 9 p.m., October 25th. Everything is about Civil War surgeons. You get to hear about and why they were called butchers. Oh, I can believe that. Very in line with Halloween. Uh, it's also a craft cocktail competition with cocktails being done by Osprey Tavern, Wine Bar George, Tuffy's Bottle Shop, and Food by King Bao. Cool. Yeah, so you get it's like drunk history and it's local history. I know they talk about the Civil War, and there was a lot of amputees there because I think medicine had had improved some yes. compared to like the Revolutionary War, but not enough to where you could like save somebody's leg. So if you got shot or a cannonball hit it, sure they could save you, but. You're they might have something. to hack off an arm or a leg. You can see some of the equipment. We recorded them. You can go to our IGTV, our Instagram TV section, and see a video that I took of them talking about the Civil War surgeon kit that they have. Oh, wow. Like, he used to drill holes in your head. I'll bet. And just crazy, crazy stuff. <laughs> just uh, in time for Halloween. Just like in time said. for Halloween. So go check it out. All right. Well, we'll be back. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brandon O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal nails. And I am stuffed with eggs <laughs> and yeah, bacon. Yeah, you is. And biscuits. And I just had some coffee. We're hanging out at Junior's Diner in the Audubon Park Garden District. Right next to Park Avenue CDs on yes, Corinne. Across the street from the Sevies. A stone's throw from Big Daddy's. <laughs> and a hop, skip, and a jump to Lou Gardens. There you go. <laughs> so if you've never been, come check it out. This was actually my first time here, so I loved it. I'm I'll glad you like it. I come here all the time. I love it. The staff here is always so nice. Uh, these ladies know what they're doing. They That's know right. how to pour some coffee. So earlier we talked about Don Price and his retirement and this special 
beer that they're going to brew at 1010 Brewing. Using things from the cemetery. Let's hear all about it with John Price and Horace Anderson from 1010 Brewing. Here we are at 1010 Brewing in Ivanhoe Village. This is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalore.com. Hanging out with my boys, Horace Anderson from 1010 Brewing and my big old boo, Dom Price, Sexton on the Beach. Hi, hey. what's going on? <laughs> First of all, John, I hear you're retiring. Yes, at the end of the month. So no Halloween. Don, you're like the knowledge keeper of Orlando. Are you leaving somebody in charge to, to keepsake all of our stories over there at Greenwood Cemetery? Actually, they've asked me to stay on. They've asked me to stay on to do the, the, you know, the tours and to do the history. Right. But the day-to-day operations will just be turned over to... You know, the staff that has been there, I mean, my office staff has been with me 14-plus years and so on. So the, the daily, day-to-day operations just be stayed on with the regular people. It's just that they just asked me to come back and do the story. So what I'm hearing is you're getting rid of the boring stuff and you're just going to do the fun stuff. Yeah, pretty All right. much. I love pretty it. Pretty much. So one pretty of much. the fun things you have coming is something you're doing with Mr. Horace here. Uh, Horace, I hear you're making a fancy beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. A uh, pretty, pretty fancy beer, big old imperial stout, around uh, 11%. And uh, we got a giant chunk of oak that was struck by lightning. Uh, what? Yep. Rested on the cemetery grounds for over 100 years. Yep. So you'll get that photo you can post up there. It's a, uh, It was a tree that was not only just hit by lightning, but looks like it was hit by lightning straight down. So it's literally peeled like a banana. It's by, amazing. So like Zeus... Hurled a thunderbolt. Yep. You are harnessing the magic power of thunder and the dead. Yeah, yeah. That's and actually like the heart and soul of all craft beer is is the powers of Thor. So there you <laughs> go. <laughs> powers. All right. When do, when can people start sipping on this beer? What happens? So you got a piece of wood. We well, have, yeah. you, you grind up the wood into beer? Uh, no, not quite. So I had to uh, render the wood microbially inert, um, just so can we you say that again. <laughs> we rendered, we rendered the wood microbially inert. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's some that's some Star Star Trek stuff happening right there. <laughs> yeah. Basically, um, he torched the wood to charcoal. Well, that was afterwards. Yeah, we had to we had to basically. Um, penetrate like the layers of oak to make sure that there weren't any any microbes still capable of surviving um, okay. that way the beer itself could be clean uh we don't run the risk of cross contamination um which is obviously it can be can be a uh, tricky when you're working with organic matter like that so you so. charred the hell out of some thunderstruck oak yes we ended up doing that uh afterwards amazing um, john's showing me a photo of it we'll make sure we put that on our instagram so everybody can see it and then what happens um, so this beer is super, super Floridian, um, which I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but, uh, Florida is kind of like the, uh, it's kind of the home of the, uh, the, the batter stout, the pastry stout. So big, big, rich, dense motor oil like stouts are, are pretty, pretty prolific and prominent here. We're actually like the Kings of that. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Because seasonal drinkings for the week. So we uh, <laughs> we don't adhere to the laws of man or nature down here in the swamp. Okay. Um, so you know the bigger, the richer, the better. Um, you know, and that goes that goes. We can give thanks to breweries like Jay Wakefield and Cycle and Angry Chair who make these really, really big, dense, like you know, 
enormous viscous imperial stouts and then they'll treat them with all sorts of different things. So. I would never you would think that people would want something light and crisp. You'd think so, but like no. It's the home of Florida man, so I mean can you really can you really blame people? We go the other way. Yeah. 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 Bob and Weave. Yeah, absolutely. We're zigzagging. Yeah, yeah. Not like that kid on Game of Thrones. Yeah, can't catch us. <laughs> <laughs> you got a serpent time. Yeah. Y'all right. just lost me on Game of Thrones. No, it's just, sorry. All right, all right. we'll change Re- the reel subject. It in. Reel in my nerd. Okay, so then you've rendered it microbi- microbially inert. inert. Yeah. Uh, There's we, a hyphen in there somewhere. Yeah. We uh, we did a charring to uh, in different different degrees of charring to specific parts of the, the oak, and then uh, we toasted the rest of it, um, and we introduce that to the finished beer which uh finished out right around 11 percent. so there's like a yeast in there that's like uh well what? there were there was yeast in it in order okay. to ferment it out um once that's done we separated the actual like finished beer from the yeast and uh we began the aging process um so so i so already we have captured graveyard souls from a yeah, thunderstruck yeah, absolutely. tree i like to kind of say that you know there's a little bit of history in every glass because this tree has grown at Greenwood for over 100 years. But also, the more souls, the more power you intake. Yeah, and that's yeah. really what's most important. So. Hashtag cannibalism. Then, yep. well, yeah. In, Ravenous. In, or Ghostbusters. I don't know. Exactly. Well, in, in Native American history, I mean, the, you know, something struck by lightning is very powerful. I mean, it's very powerful medicine. It's very powerful that have something that's struck by lightning and still be able to be used. All right. We've only got a little bit more time. So I want it. So then what happens after that? So we have this beer. Uh, and then we're going to put it into bottles and put it on draft. And then people are going to put it into their bodies and hopefully turn all their bad feelings into good feelings. What do we call it? Uh, this beer is called Grave Fodder. Grave Fodder. Amazing. Yeah. And then there's a tagline that you always say. A little bit of history in every glass. And then you, know? you also, you always call death like the great equalizer. It is. You? Death is always an equalizer. You know, I tell people when they come into cemetery, it didn't matter what color you are, what, you know, what nationality, there's anything. Death is an equalizer. I'm going to dig your hole the <laughs> same exact size. There is no difference between what you are on the, in the world world, how much money you have, how much everything. Your hole is the same size. You are equalized <laughs> by death. We're all just food for worms, right? That's right. That was Shakespeare. John yeah. Price, Horace Anderson, thank you so much. Hopping on Bungalore in the bus. When can people start drinking this beer and how much is it going to cost? Where can they get it? Keep an eye out. Uh, right around Halloween should be ready right around then, as well as a couple other beers that we've got planned for this spooky holiday season. I love everything you just said. Uh, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Oh, that Don Price. That Don Price and that Horace Anderson. I want to drink some of that beer. Uh, I cannot wait. You're going to be taking in the essence of the cemetery. Do you think it's haunted? Yeah. Haunted it's beer? haunted. Yeah. You're going to get possessed you're if like you drink this beer. You're like sucking up nutrients. If you drink 10 of these beers, you're going to be possessed. I would hope so. <laughs> Possessed you're gonna, by the spirit. You're going to be throwing <laughs> up like like Linda Blair from The Exorcist. <laughs> say, I'm not drunk. I'm just possessed. <laughs> if you, and you could go like tweet horrible things. It's not your fault. It's no. the beer. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, beer. Did you know, John, 
Orlando was just voted as the 28th greenest city in the country. Did Wallet Hub tell you this? They did. Really? And everything Wallet Hub says is true. We talked about this last time <laughs> or one time. All right. Well, that's great. He, they sent me the thing. I almost didn't use it because I could hear you behind me like, it doesn't matter. No, I'm not saying it doesn't. I just, Wallet Hub eh, is I, the worst. I take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. So we're one of the greenest cities in yeah. the U.S.? Yeah, we are. I thought it would be higher. I thought that was like our thing. Apparently, like, we are not great at energy sourcing. Okay. Because we're still, we have a coal factory, True. right, for most of our energy. Uh, but that's something that's getting fixed because we g- scored very high in policymaking. I can see that. Mm-hmm. You got you got the mayor behind all these green initiatives. Our you got man. Chris Castro trying to do his thing. That's just a baby in a suit, that Chris Castro. <laughs> I love that he's finally growing into his suits. That yeah. Chris, you know, he's a director. He bought these big old... Director of sustainability. Sustainability at, the city, at of the city of Orlando. But also kind of still involved with the environmental group. Yeah, Ideas yeah, for ideas Us. Ideas for Us. So all a, those things. All those things. So We, we see you, Chris Castro. You want to get him a new suit? No, because he's finally growing into the ones ah. he has. So oh, He's a dad now. He has to have dad suits. <laughs> I love it. Nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah. Saved a lady from drowning. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. Cape Canaveral Seashore. Oh, I think I did know A that. woman got pulled away in a riptide, and he jumped in and hauled her to safety. Would you Actually, have done that? Speaking or of Chris Castro, sort of... he's here. Really? That's so funny. He's hanging oh. out over underneath the junior signer sign. Interesting. Would well, you have jumped in and saved somebody? No. 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 You'd have let the lifeguards do it, right? Yeah. That's, uh, I'm like, oh, Darwinism. Or nature. And I have another <laughs> sip of my drink. <laughs> Generally, I'm full of uh, fancy brownies, so <laughs> I shouldn't be swimming to save anybody if I'm at the beach. <laughs> save yourself. Just kidding. I'll tell the world about you. <laughs> or am I? <laughs> Uh, Pizza Bruno is opening a new location in the Orange County Brewing Building. Which had a pizza place. They had a pizza place. didn't do well. They're gone. Then it was Red Claw, which was like a lobster roll concept. Didn't do well? Apparently. That was (laughs) Pete Downing uh, from Market on Magnolia, and he does the Poke Bowls. Oh, yeah. So he... Poke... Not Poke Hana. One it's also in Meat House. He's in the Meat House place in Winter Park. I, I don't remember. So now Pizza Bruno is taking over the stall, and he's going to be That's doing... That's going to kill it. Oh, man. Are like, they going to be open late? I think so. Good. Yeah, open late, and then they're going to have uh, tiny garlic knots. Tiny garlic knots. <laughs> Little ones. Little wee ones. Knotlets. Yeah, knotlets. <laughs> <laughs> There's a knotlet. That's awesome. Aren't they opening another location on Mills, they too? They are, which I haven't written about yet, but the Weekly did. I'm waiting until I can get a little bit more information. I, I thought I read that was supposed to be more of like a slices place. Yes. On Mills. On Mills. It's actually right next to Wally's. Which has anybody done any updates on Wally's? Somebody's bought Wally's okay, secretly. Not John Morgan, or maybe not John, John Morgan. Not John Morgan. We're hearing maybe the Dapper Duck guy. That is not substantiated. Yes. Again, why I've not written about <laughs> it. Uh, we'll see. And again, I could talk about it on the radio because you know we're just doing this conversationally. <laughs> but but if it's on Bungalore.com, it's because we substantiated. Yes. It. And so yeah, we haven't heard. I'm Nobody's sure it'll, somebody will do something with it and make it some sort of bar, hopefully. I hope. I heard the Oblivion Space is now an office building. That's something else that we're looking really? at, too. I haven't driven by there in a while. I might drive by there today. If so, I'll give you a heads up. I would love that. There's definitely some work being done or have had I mean, within done. the last two weeks, it's still said Oblivion. Okay. They but might just keep it. I know. I think it's like the owner is turning into an office. I don't know. That's, That's the a rumor. weird office. It's <laughs> a rumor. It just turned into a rumor mill. Although the most awesome office, if there's a bar and 
pool tables and dartboards. It's and very on trend for what people are doing in their office spaces right true. now. True. You might as well just turn your restaurant yeah. into an office. Put a ping pong table in and call it a day. <laughs> or in a hammock hammock corner. Uh, anyway, so Pizza Bruno. Bruno, what's his last name? Zucchini? Is it? Yeah, Zucchini. Not Zucchini. Uh, Bruno is going to be doing another space next to Will's, Wally's. And we actually wrote about it before when this little, it's like a little one-story what building. What was it? Was it a tattoo place? I, I believe it was. It looks like was. it was a tattoo place. Or like There's a, a doctor's lot of tattoo office. shops on Mills. Yeah. So it's it's like separated by an alley from them. Uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know how that will work if the parking's not really there. Because so we'll there's not a ton of pizza over there. There's really no pizza. I mean, there's no there's pizza Lazy Moons on Colonial, but no yeah. pizza there. No pizza. If they make it like weird too and put on like feta and sweet potato and stuff to like, make it really experimental, you, they'll kill it. In Mills you think 50. so? Yeah, yeah. You okay. need, it needs to be something a little out a little of the ordinary. Just pepperoni. Yeah, not just. You could have like a just pepperoni, OG pepperoni slice. Like people would eat that, uh, but like. Out of humor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like pepperoni. There's nothing yeah. funny about that. No, but like it's Mills 50. It's gotta, you you got to have an edge. You got you to gotta do more there. Yeah, like put some put some hearts of palm on it or swamp cabbage. You guys are so fancy over there. <laughs> I don't think anybody's we have ever. pizza and coffee <laughs> in, in College Park, and that's it. And that is we it. We eat pizza no with our coffee. No fuss. If like somebody a, opened a coffee. pizza coffee place in College Park, they'd kill it. Actually, speaking of coffee, Easy <laughs> Luck and Whippoorwill are opening up this weekend in the Milk District. Yes. Have, you been, have you been over there yet, Brendan? I did. I, we did a photo tour. You can get a, a little look at the interior. These guys transformed. It's in a strip just up from, it's just to the west of uh, Market on South, on yes. South Street. What everybody's affectionately calling the Almond Milk District. Or almond. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> right? I like, I like that, that. Yeah, yeah. A, little, a little vegan. Kind of you know? yeah. hippie yeah. sort of vegetarian. I love that there's like a hippier version of the milk district <laughs> <laughs> than everything else. Yeah. So they have, it's a bar and package store, but then there's also this easy luck bodega coffee thing that's in there too. So it's All two right. separate business owners. It's almost like a drink food hall. They're going to have dry goods, cold goods. You can buy cans, take them home. Uh, and it's really cute inside. Cool. So that's opening this week. I mean, they get a lot of people, I'm sure, that live like in Delaney Park and Lake Como. Because there's a lot of people that live on that side. I'm interested in seeing if people from Delaney Park go across 408 or if they are just intrinsically pushed to like Hourglass District. Oh. Yeah. Right? They're hedging their bets that they'll get all the Delaney Park and Lake Como kids to come over. I don't know. Are there... I mean, I, when you say kids, I feel like I older just, people like live it over is. there because yeah. the houses are just so expensive. Uh, Some uh, of them are. Yeah. You're seeing an influx of younger homeowners that okay. are moving into that area. Right. Especially a little bit south of Lake Como, that, that belt of like mid-century homes. Yes. There's a lot of people moving in over okay. there. Okay, that's probably actually that pocket around Hourglass is probably the mo- one of the most affordable uh, home areas now. in town. <laughs> For now, oh yeah, <laughs> it's probably. I'm sure that's changed. Milk District after was today once, at one time, million dollar homes. Over there <laughs> Everybody just because of us. <laughs> all the Zillow Zillow uh, just lit up because <laughs> of us. Uh, My Tio's Pulse is the name of a Pulse inspired children's book that was just released. Yeah. And I forget where the money's going. I'm having Probably a moment. So somewhere. Did you ever do that tour with her? 
No. Not November. Yet. We're doing oh, it in November. November. Okay. With Barbara Palma. They're taking me on a tour of the Pulse place where they're going to be putting the museum uh, to put my concerns to rest. Good. I'm sure they're tired of hearing people tell them that I was, you know, mumbling under my breath. Sure, a lot of people are. <laughs> <laughs> About them. Well, I am tired of doing it. It's not my. So the book sort of helps explain what happened at Pulse yeah. to, to kids. It's, it's written from the perspective of a boy named Angel uh, who learns about his uncle Lou, okay. who, I, who I assume is a big old gay, gay yeah. guy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and somehow there's a perspective of Pulse around it's good. It. It's good you have something to teach kids about what happened if they have questions. Yeah. I know it's been several years now, but... You know, we'll see. people drive by there and they say, you know, what happened there? And this is a way to explain it. That's a good idea. I think it goes to the Pulse, what, One Orlando Assistance Center? Did I make that up? That's what it sounds like. And then it goes to, you can buy it at mytealspulse.com or if you just go to bungalore.com, we have a shop button. Ah. And we now have a roundup of books that were written by local authors, yeah. including yours. Including my book, 100 yeah. Things to Do in Orlando <laughs> Before You Die. And it's there in the top, the top line. You'll find it. You can just buy it from Amazon Prime and get it shipped straight to your house. So, yeah, that's cool. happening. And what are we doing on time? We're good. Okay, good. Uh, we are doing it again, John. What are we doing? We're hanging out with the Orlando Critical Mass kids. Yeah, I saw this. So we're doing, this is actually the launch of a monthly series that we're doing because I don't have enough to do. <laughs> we're going to be partnering with Orlando Critical Mass to host uh, post-mass parties. I love it. So this month's party, since it's a Halloween-themed ride, everybody comes out on their bikes and costumes. Everybody's what are you going to dress as, Brendan? I don't know. Last time I went, I was a pink flamingo. On a bike? On a bike. And that I, must have been interesting. Had, it was good. It was good. I had an inflatable pink flamingo inner tube around me, and then just everything else was pink. <laughs> I think I won the Maybe ride. Maybe you can go as E.T., and I'll go as the boy from E.T., and we'll just ride together, and you can be Wanna on my handlebars. My little bath? Oh, I would love that. Yeah. I'll definitely knock you over. <laughs> yeah, then I'm, the bike will just I'm very broad. forward. <laughs> like on a teeter-totter. Yeah. You, nobody can play teeter-totter with me because you'll Aww. just end up in the air the whole time. Yes, they can. Womp womp. So come <laughs> on. This year's or this month's mass, we're going to Wall Street. Yeah, and this is not this Friday, today. No. Next Friday. The 26th. If you meet up at 530 at Lock Haven Park, you get a bike tour of Orlando. We actually have a route posted. You'll see the route. Nice. If you... Even if you don't want to go, at least you'll know what streets to avoid so you don't get Which stuck I behind love. a couple thousand cyclists. And then we're all going to go to Wall Street and have a pre-Plazaween party. Everybody who comes gets early access to their Plazaween block party. Cool. Mm-hmm. I did see something. This is totally off topic. Not really, but I was driving to Junior's Deli this morning where, we're, where we are recording. And <laughs> I noticed there was a crew of about... Ten guys working on that fountain at Lockhaven Park, the one right there, outside the when you when you pull in, right where the science center is, and the um, fountain. Isn't that like a fountain right there? There's what are you fountain. talking about? So where it says Orlando oh, Lockhaven Park. Oh, I do. Park. It's like ridge. Yeah. Like steps. There's like 10 people working on it. Well, good, because it hasn't been working. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it work. Yeah, like that fountain in front of the history center. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that no, work. It's I just dry. see a bunch of transients. <laughs> Hanging out, hanging out by the, their name in the by snow. the alligators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time I walk by there, I see somebody peeing somewhere. Really? Downtown, yeah, it's gross. 
I don't you like gotta that. go. You gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> and there's no public restrooms, which we've talked about. What before. about City Hall? Could you go at City Hall? It's a public. If you get through security, all right. You gotta tell people where you're going. To the bathroom. You gotta get that sticker that doesn't have your real portrait on it. Or not now it has nothing on it. Did it, you know there's another entrance to City Hall now? Yeah, in the back. I didn't know that. From the parking garage? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, until yeah. Today, I went there the other day for something and I was like, <laughs> oh I walked all the way around and all the way back. What? So if you gotta go to City Hall, it's on the third floor now. Yeah. From the parking deck. Like you can't go in the front gate. I use my press pass. I know you do. Park in the front on Orange Avenue and just walk straight yeah. to the front. Because I'm anyway. the IMP. Uh, we have things that we're working on. We're going to be writing about Colonial Lanes very soon. Okay. Because the bowling alley is being saved. Okay. Heard here first. Interesting. Now we're going to get scooped. Uh, the one half of it by the bar will remain a bowling alley and bar. Okay. And then the back half will be something else. All right. And that sounds great. So we have the plans. I'm waiting for our friends who are behind it to get back to me with a quote. Interesting. Which I don't generally wait for, but I want to I want to include them in on this. Okay, get good. Get some more info. So good, good. stay tuned to hear about that. And then the College Park Tour of Homes is coming up on November 11th. If oh, you what time are they going to come by my house? <laughs> are you in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just keep, keep your ears peeled for that. Some things that other people wrote about, Fashion Square Mall could be getting a new owner. I saw that. Who wants to tear it down? I saw that. <laughs> it's the uh, same owner as the man who brought Orlando Eye to town. Oh, what's his name? Do you have a, a I don't know. Wallet? I just know it's Unicorp Josh? is the is name Josh of the... Wallet? Yeah, Wallet sounds right. I think so. Okay. There's an $800 reward for an escaped wolf, Tahani. That's the name of the wolf? She, yeah. She got away from Seacrest Wolf Preserve in Chipley, Florida. I don't even know where that is. I don't either, but I'm assuming she could have gotten here. And uh, she ran away during Hurricane Michael because a tree fell into her enclosure wow. and she ran off. I, I'm saying she. I don't really know if it's yeah. a she. But <laughs> you don't Tani, know if that name is a male or female name? Tani sounds like a woman. <laughs> I'm going to gender her. It's like a Disney. Yeah. And then like uh, a Pocahontas sequel. <laughs> the second phase of the facial recognition software yeah. camera thing says will kick in. Actually, it's already kicked in sure as of did. yesterday. So cover your face. <laughs> it's only police officers that have uh, volunteered mm-hmm. to be in it. That's what they we tell have one you. Minute. Skynet watching. <laughs> Immerse is happening this weekend, Friday and Saturday. A thousand artists take over downtown. It's totally free. Walk around, see people hanging from cranes. It's crazy. Beth McKee falls spec- spectacular at the Blue Bamboo in Winter Park. It's at 8 p.m., $15 entry. Go check that out. It's Backyard Biodiversity Day at Mead Gardens, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday. Misery is playing at Enzian, 11 a.m. Saturday. That should be fun. Anthony's Pizza in Thornton Park has will turn 20. You can hang out and get some good, delicious prices on your food from noon to 11.30 p.m. The Lake Eola Beer Toberfest, Saturday, 2 to 8 p.m. at Lake Eola. Tons of drinking games, super fun. Sunday, there's two bachelors, like the rose-giving kind, that will yeah. be hanging out at Ivanhoe Park Brewing. Wow. Nick Spetsis and Jordan Kimbrell. $50 to Whoa. hang out with a couple of hot dudes. You can hang out with me and Brendan for 25 Or hire an escort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yoga in Lake Eola has their six-year anniversary 11, at 11 a.m. Lake Eola. Totally free. And then John and I are going to be co-hosting the Great American Read event, 2 to 3.30 p.m. at the Downtown Public Library. There's a screening of some sort. Just Come, be there. It'll be fun. Be there. We'll talk about books. Kick you in the butt. I love books. And we'll go have some mimosas. Awesome. That's it. What are you doing this weekend, Brendan? Anything exciting? All those things. And okay. then I'm, I'm making some puppets. 
some big old 12-foot parade puppets for my friend Terry Olson in cool. Orange County. I should say next week starts early voting, so if you vote, it starts on Monday. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. I know. All right. All right. Well, uh, we'll Go vote. see all of you guys next week. I'm going to have some more coffee.